white guys are amazing. I feel like they all think that they could land a jumbo jet with only the guidance of uh, of the air traffic no controller. No question. I right. don't even need air traffic. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking about that the other day. And how would I go about it? <laughs> Airlines, concerts, and could you land a plane? All this week on Jim Joe Steve Show. Here's a story about 20 years ago. Three bros who grew up in Baltimore to the beach show. Every summer they had to go before they got married with kids. Now they all grown. Long trips to New York and Toronto. Playing beer pong with Captain Morgan's free throws. And if you don't know, now you know. Coming in hot, Jim Joe Steve Show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Jim Joe Steve Show. Where sometimes we have special guests because some of our partnership didn't show up because they're sick my name is joe i'm jim and special guest matt <laughs> hi matt i don't think there could have been a better representation for your overall personality than <laughs> matt pleasure to be here <laughs> hi matt why are you in town why not who are you matt i'm joe's brother Joe, that was that was more, oh, more on you. That's to, where we should have gone. It's yeah, probably my, my brother Joe. I mean, my, my brother, brother Matt. Joe. Yeah. Nice. Well, welcome well, to thanks. the pod. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's been uh, a couple years since I've seen you. Has Several, it been a couple years? It's been yeah. Mm-hmm. My my most I think I've told the story on the podcast, but my most memorable moment with Matt was your wedding. When I when I I've told the story where I've I was testing my joke about the salmon pasta mm-hmm. on you. And I thought I was, I got to the punchline and I thought for sure it's going to kill. It's funny. I have zero recollection of that. <laughs> the good memory runs into the family. <laughs> it, it must. It must. <laughs> but I wonder if I had done that sarcastically and the sarcasm didn't convey well. That, that's or if possible. I was, because I don't think that I would have had the reaction of like, no, like off limits. No, no, you, no, no, no. You didn't do that. No, when I was, I was getting to the, alluding to the fact of how bad the salmon pasta tastes. Yeah. And you were like, what are you talking about? It, t- <laughs> it tastes great. <laughs> like, like, it's like, what, 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 where's the joke? I don't get it. Like, there was no joke there. It was just in your family. We eat salmon pasta and it's great. It's a normal thing. And then for I us. thought I was seconding, second questioning myself. Like maybe maybe I don't say this joke because nobody will get it, and but I, everyone got. But it. everyone got it, <laughs> thankfully. But I almost pulled it because of. We you. actually all hate it. We've just been going along with the joke. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to stay for dinner tonight, we're making shrimp and pork uh, Cantonese style. It's gonna be a good dish. Uh, I'm gonna eat leftover Texas Roadhouse. Thank you. <laughs> so how is life, Matt? Life is good. No complaints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you flew up here from Atlanta. I did. How was the flight? Did you get a was, good deal? I did get a good deal. It was $29 Frontier. But they they fuck you really bad. So there's a one of those like bin measuring, like bag measure. To make sure bins. your bag fits in the overhead bin or whatever. So like anytime that I like book a budget airline, I'm always like just backpack, you know, quick weekend trip. So we get there and they start calling out if your bag doesn't, if your personal item doesn't fit in the bin you've got to pay for it. And I'm like, that's kind of shitty, but you know, whatever, no big deal. As the line is building up, they're calling out people like measure your bag, drop your bag in, does your bag fit? And they're like, you either got to pull your stuff out or you've got to pay for it. What they don't say is the fee for a personal item that doesn't fit in the bag is a hundred dollars. And there were people who were like, the flight was 29 bucks. There's no way I'm paying a hundred dollars for a personal item. And they just left the line. 
No, it, they were like, screw it, we're out of here. <laughs> like they're just not going to fly. They're out not going to gonna fly because the flight was twenty nine bucks. They're not going to pay a hundred bucks for their purse. That that is shitty. But at the same time, you're not flying elsewhere for one hundred and thirty dollars. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And is that why everyone just gets so angry on Frontier? Like, oh, you, you totally. always see the, the, the viral clips. Spirit. Yeah, yeah, those are the two where people just go buck wild. Oh well, I mean, I think it draws from a special crowd. <laughs> I mean, from I, the onset, I, I was I took the kids to Florida a month or two ago, and I was looking at Frontier, and I, I was just thinking, like, so tempting. It's, it's so tempting because it's so cheap, but like you know, when when we fly, I could just pack one big bag for all of us, and so I was just going to check one bag for for all of our things. But to book all the tickets together, you can't just add one bag to one of you. When you add the bag option, it adds to all three of you. So then I would have had to like book separate tickets, one for me with a bag and then two for them without bags. And then I just, I was like, they're making this too difficult, like to be worth it. You know, the head, the headache. Your four-year-old daughter sitting in row 29 in the back, you're up front. Right, right. <laughs> Which is ideal, but. <laughs> Let somebody else deal with it. Right. I don't fly that often, maybe three times a year. All to Nashville. 99% of my flights are to Nashville, but I always fly Southwest. I got a Southwest card, so I don't pay for flights. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of, you pay for them, but you know, I use points. Yeah, sure. I'm always low B's. Yeah. And you, I can get an aisle seat or whatever. So I, I don't know what like first class versus whatever versus like. Well, Southwest doesn't have first class. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like I'm not. Southwest is only first class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Southwest, if you're looking to advertise, give us a call. So I don't know how comfortable the seats are for Southwest compared to say like a, like a Spirit or a Frontier or American Airlines. Like it, the Spirit planes are actually really nice because they are a brand new airline and they bought all brand new planes. So the planes are nice but just everything else. I don't think they're new planes. I think they're just like they gutted them. Yeah. Oh, really? I think so. The seats have very little padding. It's like a plastic shell with like leather stretched over it. So there's not a whole lot there. (laughs) And like, so on a Delta play on a Delta flight, you have on the, like the headrest, you've got this like soft padding and it's bendable. So you can like pull it into your head and you can sort of like lay your head onto it. Not on, at least not on the frontier. We'll see how the uh, spirit flight is tomorrow. I saw this awesome life hack where somebody took a barf bag, put an edge of the barf bag into the fold-out tray, and then put it up and locked it. So the barf bag is now stuck in the in the, in the the fold-out tray, just hanging down. And then they took their cell phone, and they took their phone out of the case, mm-hmm. put the other hanging end of the barf bag in the case, and put their phone back in oh, the case with the barf bag. Smart. So the phone was just hanging right in front of them perfectly. I was like, ah, oh. that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great, and we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll post a picture of that for our that, listeners. That was very long winded, but then it's an easy concept to do. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. hard to describe. Yeah, it's interesting. So you couldn't do that on the Frontier plane because their tray tables are probably smaller than an iPad Mini. Are you serious? Yeah, they're like these little. It's they're almost like, it's almost like an ashtray. Like, what is this little thing going to do? <laughs> like some dude sitting there with an iPad Pro on his lap and like this little tray table the size of a cigarette. <laughs> you know, pack of cigarettes is. So when I, when I, you fly probably more than anybody I know. Okay. What's your preference? Like ranked like the top four. Airports? Airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Airlines. So um, and then he, likes, he loves the F-16. He was also a big fan of Top Gun. <laughs> In Atlanta, it's Delta because that's their main location, okay. main hub or whatever. Um, and I think Delta is probably the nicest. 
they have at least my experience it's always newer planes newer you know interior really nice um best snack mix by far oh pro tip yeah that's right if you want the best snacks fly delta and are you a member of the mile high club uh i have not joined the mile high club solo (laughs) (laughs) isn't that what it is (laughs) can i get an extra blanket please (laughs) i saw this question the other day and as soon as i saw it i was like steve has been oddly quiet today steve you okay buddy a little little flush a little red steve a little little bushy he's just laughing a lot he looks like he needs some water Um, dehydrated (laughs) all right if you were randomly dropped into a pro sporting event with your entire country's hopes and dreams on the line, would you most want to attempt a free throw, a penalty kick, a 25-yard field goal, or a six-foot putt? What do you have the best chance of making? I, For me, would be a field goal. Yeah. I feel like field that goal. would be the same for me as well. Like, even though I've... I've it's the punted. easiest job in pro sports. <laughs> How the backup quarterback is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I like. I mean, I've I've putted way more balls than I've I've kicked. But I feel like when you can put your whole body into doing something, as opposed to just like trying to softly tap something in. What's interesting is the amount of confidence all three of us had in that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody skipped a beat. Twenty-five yard field goal. I I like it because the size of the ball versus the goal. You have your better, the best options. I was, thinking, I was thinking second for me before you said field goal was penalty kick, like big net soccer ball. But there's also somebody easy. better than you going to on the receiving end, right? Yeah, trying to stop True. it. Where it's just as long as I can put my foot exactly where I need to on the ball, it's going. It's going. In. Yeah. It, it's funny that you said like the amount of confidence we had doing that. I saw another tweet, and it was something to the effect of white white guys are amazing. I feel like they all think that they could land a jumbo jet with only the guidance of a uh, of the air traffic no controller. No question. I right. don't even need air traffic. <laughs> I, I I was just thinking about that the other day, and how would I go about it? <laughs> like how like could I stay this calm? This plane needs me. Like I would put on the headphones and just be like, if there's do, do, a- like hey, I don't know what happened to the pilot. I don't know how to fly this thing. If there's ever an incident, every single white guy is standing up and raising his hand. Right, like, I, got right. this. I can take this Guys, over. I've seen both Top Gun and Independence Day. They, they practically fly themselves in. Right, yeah, that's right. what I feel like. It's easy enough. Pretty soon, you can just say, hey, and they're going to just dial it in for you. I saw something that the um, airline lobby is lobbying the FAA to cut back from two pilots down to one on flights. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, yeah, right, right. A little redundancy never hurt anybody. Right. I, I like a little bit of a backup. You know, you know uh, the flight attendants, they don't get paid until the door closes That's right. on the plane. And they stop getting paid as soon as it opens. Yeah. It's like... So they're getting such... paid for the flight, essentially. Like, just the flight. Correct. So, like, all the time that we're, you know, shuffling our bags and trying to find a seat and all that shit, all those people are there for free. And if they're... At the airport, they're not getting paid, and if there's a delay and the door stays open, they're not getting paid. Right. It's it's a pretty terrible job. Like like you you you've got to be in it for like the travel for the perks. That's right. Yeah. But what really are the perks? Travel. You go anywhere for almost nothing. I mean, you can, I'm, but that's so that's cheap enough now as it is. I, I had a buddy. I had a but well. But to go anywhere, so I had a buddy who, <laughs> like, shortly after high school. He worked part-time for, like, American or something, just doing, 
I don't know if he was doing bags or he was somewhere like on the tarmac. Maybe he was like They're called throwers. Yeah, maybe he was like guiding the plane in and he could fly just for the taxes. He he was didn't have anything to do on like a Saturday and just flew to England. He got on a plane, flew to England first thing in the morning, walked around the city all day and then hopped on a plane home, which doesn't sound like a perk in my eyes. Flying 16 hours to walk around London for an afternoon. I mean, I would I, do it. I mean, if you can sleep on own. a plane, yeah. Like if you've got the ability to like actually fall asleep, yeah. I mean that, and and you're 20 years old, sure. So yeah, if you're single and don't have shit to do, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, imagine but, how much free time we had 20 years ago. Absolutely, but that perk only lasts so long. If you're in your 30s, married or a kid, married and kid, right? How often do you get to use the perk? Now, does your family get to get to fly? I think free? they yeah. get discounts. My, yeah. my, you know, sis- my sister-in-law is a flight attendant, and okay. so like. You have, I think, one person who's like your main travel companion. And I think that they get, they don't get quite the same deal as you, but they get a really good deal. And you also, like, they, there's different like priority levels. So you're effectively flying standby and they rank you based on, I, I, I think with American, it's like D1, D2, D3. So like D1s, you're, unless the flight's oversold, you basically get a seat, then D2 and then D3. So anytime I flew, I was a D3. And, you know, you're probably missing 70% of your flight. So it's totally unreliable. But did you fly standby a lot? Uh, I did it a couple of times. And I think probably at least half the time I just bought a ticket at the gate because I wasn't sitting in LaGuardia all day. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and it's it's interesting, too, because it's all based on seniority in terms of like the flights you get and like the schedule you work. And so, you know, there's a lot of people who only want to work like one day a week and they want to do like a long haul to like Australia. And there's also a lot of these older women, apparently people who are like in their 70s who haven't retired out, who basically work like one day a month just to maintain their flight benefits. If you ever want to know everything there is about flight. <laughs> one other interesting tidbit <laughs> is apparently there are people who live in one city commute by plane to where they actually work out of so like somebody will live in miami they'll be based in chicago and they will commute from miami to chicago to work there you know two or three days and then they'll come back to their home in Miami. heard that uh pilots and probably stewardess have like crash pads that they rent in certain cities yeah. where you know you kind of have like it's three or four flop, people right, like you're basically like running a bed. house and you yeah. just crash there when you yeah yeah a lot of flopping going on. <laughs> I'd imagine. You know, I've used that bathroom a couple times. And I, what, I've, what bathroom? On, on the airplane. airplane. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you, you made it seem that like this very that one specific, bathroom. Right? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've used the restroom when I'm in flight, you know. And I always feel like I have to sit down. Pee, poop, whatever. Like, I can't stand up because it's, it's not big enough. And I feel like if any little turbulence, I don't want to like, I don't want to be cleaning up the bathroom. Yeah, right. So, uh, so you just sit down and make sure you, it, you put your hand up. That's exactly what I do. Yourself. I put the heel, I put my heels against the back door and put my hand up like above my head and just wedge myself in there. So okay. I'm not going well, anywhere. That's also, you can do that. I just would just, just sit down, sit. but I always feel like when I flush a toilet, I could get sucked, get sucked through. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so it adds a little bit of danger. To the uh, well, that's why you dip it in there <laughs> and then hit flush. Now, since you're sitting, you can also wash your hands while you're going to the bathroom, that's true. which is actually pretty efficient. And if you had a bowl of salmon pasta with you, <laughs> you could eat it while you're sitting. So, I was talking about Morgan Wallen tickets, the ongoing joke as to what you're willing to spend for tickets, right? So, the way that Ticketmaster does it now, if you're not familiar, if you haven't bought tickets, you can't just go in for popular 
acts any longer. You have to go register first to be a verified fan. Then you have to register to try to get a pre-sale code. You can't just go buy tickets. So Morgan Wallen is going to sell out every city that he is on his next tour. So I got, a, I did a verified fan for myself, my wife, and my son. Our I, neighbors did too. What, what is what is do, being a verified fan? That just means that you're not, they're, they're trying to eliminate scalping and these big ticket brokers coming in and buying a shit ton. So you have to have a, a verified fan, which means you have an email address and a phone number. And, okay. And only one phone, you can only register that phone number once with that, you know, with or the email address. Did you know that Ticketmaster holds an annual conference for ticket scalpers? Oh, to, that that like that show them all the new securities, quote unquote, that they're applying to prevent scalping and how to get around them. Well, that lends to my point. So now that I have, I have three. The my neighbors have two. My cousin got two, and my other cousin got two, and then we were like, chances, like registered, verified chances. fan accounts. Like not not the pre-sale code. But right. You have to register first, and then my wife and I were sitting like, how can we increase our chances? So she's like, well, maybe I can get my brother to do it. So our brother's in Colorado <clears throat> and could care less about country music. Probably same as at least you. I don't know how how you like no country for you. So they've released them on. They've let you know on Tuesday. Or Wednesday, if you got it, and Thursday was pre-sale. None of us got it. Nicole's brother got it. Okay. So, which meant we got it. So he gave us his code. So now he couldn't just give us the code and we use it to log in when the tickets went on sale. We have to log in under his name. Uh huh. With the so you couldn't just give somebody the pre-sale code. It has to be under your email address that was registered. Okay. So I had to go in before and change. They make you update all your um, credit card info. Okay. So I had to take his credit card info out, put my credit card info in on his account. Jesus. And then when they went, you know, for sale. So I was busy. So Nicole actually took off work, left work early to get home. I think she had a, an online meeting or something. So she gets in the queue and there's 2000 people ahead of her. And she like at four o'clock, they went on sale. She was in there. Like she got on at like three 30 and then you go in a queue and then it tells you how many people. And then when your time is up, you get to choose your tickets. So she got, she got in and there was a six ticket limit, so she got six tickets. Um, let's say on the floor, like good seats, solid yeah. seats in Hershey, and just face value was three hundred eighty-eight dollars a ticket. Oh my pre-sale. god! And that's before all the fees. That was that was with fees. So they were three. They were okay. it was sixty dollars in fees per ticket. So it was like three hundred twenty, three hundred thirty, whatever dollars for it. And so Ticketmaster, to your point. They used to make their money on the fees. Like mm -hmm. the artists would say, my tickets are 100 bucks, and then they would add their fees. Now Ticketmaster does this dynamic pricing based on the demand. Are you serious? Right. So they fluctuate the price at any given time based on the demand. So they, it, now, you're, now, now it sucks for the, for the end user, the consumer, because not only do they can guess, okay, this artist is popular, they know beforehand exactly how many people are going to go to that particular concert because you have to register. So Holy they already cow. know the demand and then they fluctuate the price 
on top of that and then their fee on I've, top of that. I think they've positioned the whole dynamic pricing as a way to try to keep scalpers from buying the tickets. But I think the reality is they know there's so much more value to those tickets in a secondary market. They want to capture that revenue. Right. They're they're well, they're scalping their the own their own tickets. Well, That's and right. and they provide a marketplace for secondary ticket sales. Right. Right. Like. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. It's yeah. My it's my, so my wife bought the um, she bought tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, you were the one who won the lottery then. Uh, yeah, so she won, and it probably took her seven hours. Like the mm. computer kept freezing. Like she kept getting kicked out, uh, and I was getting text messages. I'm at work. I'm getting text messages all afternoon. She's like, you know, computers blowing up. Every like she couldn't get she couldn't get the tickets, and finally she ended up getting them. And you know, if I had my way, she'd sell them for three times right <laughs> the, a funny story on that a, a guy somewhere like alabama or some i want to say some backroads country but the guy was on Ticketmaster trying to buy zz top tickets okay had no idea demand. right they're not very demand. and somehow there's a glitch in Ticketmaster and sold him front row tickets to taylor swift and he was like i don't know who this lady is <laughs> <laughs> But once he realized like that he's sitting on a gold mine, Ticketmaster let him keep them. And he was like, I'm going to sell these and just hire ZZ Top to play in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a feel-good story with that. Right. But yeah, like tickets for Taylor Swift. I feel, I feel like, bad for the six-year-old who thinks she's going to Taylor Swift. Instead, right, she's, she's going, going to ZZ, ZZ Top. Top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's Tush? It's $20,000 for tickets for Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it, nobody that's what people were paying? Or reselling them for. And what's oh, crazy, crazy is they added, they added dates to that tour because of the demand, too. When it first launched, Tampa had one show. Now there's three. So you've got Raymond James Stadium, which holds... 40 45,000 people and they had to triple the amount of tickets that they were selling or the amount of because of demand they added two nights to the schedule it's it's mind-boggling to me yeah like first of all that there's like that many people that are willing to pay that much have that money. much yeah. money yeah. crazy like and is it like like for the for the so I guess in Jen's case like she's she's going to see the concert herself it's not like she's buying them for Lauren, right? <laughs> so, but I wonder how many of his like parents like, oh, I'm you know, I want my kid to be able to say they went to the Taylor Swift concert, and so I'm going to pay some obscene, obscene amount. amount. I mean, I'm of- sure there's there's a lot of that. Uh, I I was talking actually to Nicole last night. We were out to dinner, and I said, "What's going to happen if this stays on the same path, the way that you buy tickets? There's going to be an entire generation that ha- that doesn't go to concerts." And you're gonna that that's a kind of a a big thing because it's one they're unaffordable and it's such a hassle. You know, before it was fun like back in the day, you get up and you stand in line. Yeah, camped out overnight. And, for it, and WHF if you got Festival. there first, did you ever camp out for HF Festival tickets? No, that was at JC Penney, wasn't it? Didn't they? Uh, you can do it at Hex. Or Hex. Okay, Hex. got it, got Hex. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a thing. Yeah, and yeah, you. I think you were just. Talking about you, but it was like twenty bucks too, right? Well, yeah. right, it was affordable. Yeah, and it, that was an experience. And if you were a true fan, you got there early, yeah. and it wasn't and it didn't have anything to do with affordability. It was just you went if you were a fan and could go. And now it doesn't that doesn't compute. I feel like they wouldn't even be willing to put the risk out to like force people to stand in line overnight because somebody would come and like shoot up the line. <laughs> oh well, you would you would just have um, you know now nowadays that wouldn't work. But right. the, the whole ticket 
you know, they try to do like the whole queue. Yeah. But the queue sometimes is, they say it's random. Like you can log in. They say get in before like 15 minutes early before, you know, tickets go on sale at four o'clock. Get in at 345. Yeah. And then it will say it's going to randomize. What does that even mean? <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like I know what it means, but so you're saying that if I log in at two o'clock and somebody else gets in at 345, they may get the first ticket and I may be 5,000 back. Right. It, it, it doesn't, it's it's a, a screwed up system. Yeah. The other strange thing is I always thought that like pre-sale would be like a certain number of tickets would be allocated to a pre-sale. And, and I don't think that that's what they do. Like by the time, like, and I think there's multiple pre-sales, like there will be like the Ticketmaster pre-sale, there'll be like an American Express pre-sale. And like by the time the pre-sale is done, like it's sold out. Like no, I, there's I, like a ticket left that's behind a pole, obstructed not, not view. Any, not anymore. Like, I think like Taylor Swift sold out during the pre-sale. And, they never, they and never Morgan Wallen, there there was a little thing that Who says, "Who the hell is Morgan Wallen?" Like he's just a country guy, you know. Like, he's that popular that yeah. like they're mm-hmm. God. And, and he's I, the Taylor Swift of like the dad generation. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 forty year olds and fifteen year olds. That's that is oh. Morgan. Hopefully, kind, it's not forty year olds with fifteen year olds. Yeah, it is country music. <laughs> That's true. Can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good time you know like i i like his i probably listen to his album five six times a week like i just i I enjoy it but in the it says there will be no public sale tickets so unless you get picked you can't buy now you can go in today and well hershey and we're going to hershey that's the concert so there's zero tickets zero tickets but there's a couple like out there's an amphitheater in florida somewhere that you can buy vip and they're just they're just tickets you don't get to meet him you get to go like I don't know, you get to take picture in front of a morgan wallen picture Back, backstage like, and you get a shrimp cocktail <laughs> you get two drink tickets and they're 850 dollars a piece Jeez. you know but that's going to be cheaper than the resale right i'm sitting on four bruce springsteen tickets and i'm in the same boat because we don't have a babysitter in atlanta right. so it's like do we double our money or do we figure out how to go to the concert yeah it's it's tough you know because it's a whole night you know what we talked about before i i like i just like the whole experience the concert is one it's obviously the main but to go out there's probably six or seven of us that are going yeah it's hanging out before and right going on the rides at hershey park are you like tailgating the concert pre-game but probably not at the you know we're staying at hershey lodge which has a shuttle to and from the concert so we're just probably just get in somewhere around there and Nice. hang out but you will never go to another concert show with these prices i like to go to concerts i mean most of the concerts that i've been to in the past 10 years anyway have been at like baltimore soundstage or like auto bar like, like they're yeah. yeah like concerts who, with like two who, or three hundred main people. right now who's the person that you would whether they're touring or not that you would say i'm going ticket prices aside probably still jack johnson or maybe run the Jewel. i'd like to see run the jewels do they tour yeah, like I'm just never gonna pay three hundred dollars for a ticket. To yeah, go to a it, it is tough. Everybody does what they want with their that, money. I know they you, do. If you make your own money, you do whatever the hell you I want, know, and that's the wonderful know. thing about making your own money. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. But like, what would you do with eight hundred bucks? I, like, I don't just, know. Buy two rounds of groceries. <laughs> okay, so that's two weeks worth of groceries. Yeah. Maybe let's say for maybe three weeks. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, 20 flights on Frontier Airlines. <laughs> 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 and 
and then it comes full circle. <laughs> but like, okay, so three weeks of groceries. After three weeks, do you care about? Do you have a memory of those groceries? Do you like? You know, you should be able to at least go think back on that experience. Like we had a fucking blast. Like yeah. we still talk about the beach trips, right? Like, totally. That was a whole like, week for like two hundred fifty bucks. But now we're old. We don't have a whole week. <laughs> right. We have singular days to right. do something fun. And like, okay, so. But have you ever left a concert and thought like? That was worth. That would have been worth eight hundred or a thousand bucks. That's a good question because the answer for me is no. Yeah, I've never paid that much. What's the most that you've paid? These tickets. These tickets. Yeah. Because, like, I just saw Jason Aldean in Nashville, and he is a very close second. But I've seen him like four times, so that was like maybe the fourth or fifth time. And I paid a hundred dollars a seat. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, totally. That's totally that reasonable. Right. In, right uh, yes. And the resale, like I could have sold, I had a couple of extra tickets. I could have sold them for about 400 but that that was resale, good seats. <laughs> I felt, I feel like we've spent like multiple weeks talking about yeah. concert tickets. Well, I mean, it, it's a big thing right now. I mean, it is. Uh, uh, what's her name? AOC. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Like she's doing something that I am like, okay, cool. I get behind it. She's trying to disband uh, the monopoly that Ticketmaster has. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, which I think is a great thing. Because it's Liberty Media and they own Live Nation. Right. And they own Ticketmaster. There's nowhere else you can They get also tickets. own Formula One, which obviously they're selling their own tickets. So it's, yeah, it's a total and, monopoly. And like they own like the concert venues. Like, I think, doesn't Live Nation own 930 Club and Merriweather and maybe Anthem? And yeah. like, so, so th- I mean, they own everything yeah, except circle. the artist that's playing on stage and in some cases they Probably, might even own that yeah, right. like they might own their contracts i mean like they, they've got that yeah. whole entertainment market cornered and nobody else like unable to get in you, you know what's a, you know what's another odd business that's completely like cornered and controlled by like big companies that you'd never know the death business funeral homes funeral homes hmm. it's all private equity yeah it's, it's there's, a crazy. Couple, there's a couple of companies that own them all, and they specifically keep them unbranded so it looks like the, you know the, mom and the pop. The neighborhood Bill's funeral, funeral home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's car. It, but our our dad was trying to get into like doing advertising for that kind of stuff, and he realized when he started calling in all these businesses that they were just all owned by the same people. Huh. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's costly to die. <laughs> yeah, it ain't cheap. <laughs> So you might not. You might be too poor to die. I just want to be buried in a hole and put like a tree on top of me. I want to be buried with those those like. Parks. Put a little seed in your in your butt and right. it just, just sprouts from spread your ass. Right, right in the butt. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully it's like an apple tree. You guys could all eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was a fun week or episode or show. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Good. Thanks for stopping it was, by. It was nice to have somebody other than Steve here. Yeah. I would imagine a lot of people say that. <laughs> you can cut that out as well. <laughs> no, that, that actually stays. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for stopping by. Next time you're in town, hang out with us again. Maybe you go to a Morgan Wallen concert. Can't wait. You start saving up now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just cut back on my Frontier flights. All right. For the Jim Joe Steve Show, my name's Joe. I'm Jim. And I'm Steve Standen. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week.